Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Victoria Blake, the Senior Director of Product at Zapproved, a cloud-based software company that builds e-discovery tools for corporate legal, from legal holds through processing and review. Hi, Victoria. How are you? Hi, Ari. Good. It's good to be with you today. It's a privilege to speak with you. So tell us about your background and your role at Zapproved. So I've been in software for about 15 years, largely in product roles. I'm passionate about this intersection between the why of software, the needs that software is trying to solve, and the how, which is the engineering itself. I really find that area kind of endlessly fascinating. I've been at Zapproved for about a year and a half, so June 2019. Came on board in the middle of building out Z Discovery. That's our platform that spans the steps of the EDRM. Zapproved is mostly known for our legal holds, but we also have this powerful ingestion and review tool that's powered by Nuix. And we brought all that goodness under one matter-centric workflow. It's really a beautiful product. So I am loving Zapproved. I'm super excited about the company and about the direction the product is going. And I think that we're solving the right needs and I think at the right time. How has the pandemic impacted the way legal teams manage litigation? The steps of litigation, the steps of e-discovery are largely the same. So we're not saying that the litigation workflow itself is changing. It's really the environment that that workflow is happening in. So Zapruv focuses on corporate legal, meaning we're really deeply tied into the pain points and the pressure points that our customers are experiencing inside of that corporate ecosystem. And what we've been hearing from our customers more than anything else is that the pandemic is putting a strain on the relationship with IT. As you know, IT has a long list of priorities they need to get through to serve the needs of the business writ large. Legal is part of those needs, but legal needs might not be at the top of that list. So now you add the pandemic in, you add remote work, and the IT priority list just got a whole lot longer. So really we're seeing that like that pressure point, that collaboration with IT is one of the major things that the pressure has increased during 2020. We're thinking this might accelerate a trend that we're already seeing, which is the creation of a specific legal IT role somebody who sits in the legal department who's focused on solving legal's IT needs. I say might because it's still too early to say with that, but we've definitely seen pressure on customers' interaction with IT. Are you seeing changes in how users apply your software in the current climate to adapt? We look at basic interaction patterns and basic product usage stats. It's a good way of making sure that we're hitting our core needs. And back in March, we saw about a 20% drop in the number of holds that were going out and about the same amount of drop in the amount of data being ingested. So we all perked up and looked at that. But about three or four weeks later, we saw about 120% increase, meaning that the trend has been pointing up since then. So we haven't seen a change in the application of the tool, but an uptick in use. And that also maps to the narrative we've been hearing. So at first it was, oh no, everything's stopping. And there was really this hard pause and a lot of fear around that. And then things picked up and now usage is a little above and trending up to where we were at the beginning of the year. What should litigants ultimately understand about e-discovery now? The first thing to recognize is that e-discovery is not a single problem to solve. We have this great model, the EDRM, it makes things look very linear, but it's not a single problem. It's a series of smaller problems that require a balance of people, process, and tools. So by balance, people, process, and tools, yes, but also balancing between in-house teams and legal service providers too. That's approved. We don't see a world where in-house teams are going to be doing everything that a single matter requires. And our vision is to really help in-house teams manage the bulk of their matters from legal holds through processing, review, and production, and to make it easy to work with outside counsel. 
So really to understand that it's not an either or, it's an and. I think that Zapruve strikes that critical balance. It's an easy to use tool that allows companies to bring more e-discovery in-house and to save money by getting out of that billable hour. But it also allows our users to reduce data volumes when outside counsel is needed. So we really want to make it easy to balance those different things in the e-discovery process. When I spoke with leaders at the beginning of the year for the e-discovery unfiltered report, 89% of corporate respondents and 75% of law firm partners noted that they prefer to access their software solutions in the cloud rather than on-premises. Why do you think the appetite for the cloud is so strong? The way I understood that stat was that we're now at the tipping point, at critical mass. And frankly, it took a lot longer than we all thought it would back in, what was that, 2007, 2008, when cloud first came on the scene. Cloud is where innovations are happening first. It's where new products and new models are being created. And I call that innovation velocity. My favorite metaphor for this, for cloud versus on-prem, is my old CD library. (laughs) I spent money on CDs, $15 per CD, if I remember correctly, and then I was stuck with them. And if I wanted more, I had to buy more. And if I didn't want to buy more, I was stuck with the thing that I thought I'd like, but that really started to annoy me after a while. Now I stream my music. I get more access to more things more quickly than I could have ever before. So that's innovation velocity. How quickly does this tool iterate to meet my needs? And how quickly can I get the best things that are on the market right now? And this is where cloud just beats on-prem, just hands down. And there are two real fundamental reasons for that, why cloud is so much faster with its speed of innovation. The first is that the cloud technologies themselves are making leaps and strides every single day. So think about the mighty army of engineers at Azure or at AWS. Those folks spend day in, day out to make the logic and storage and compute power just better, faster, more elastic, just better. So when a company likes Approved, when a SaaS company is building on top of their work, it just puts a rocket pack under what we're trying to do. And the second reason is that we, as a SaaS company, can get work out the door faster. So not to get too geeky, but the release process itself has to do with the innovation velocity. It's how quickly we can get new features out the door. That's approved, we're down to daily releases, which means as soon as something is ready, customers are using it. We're not frankly where I'd like to be. Some of the leading tech companies, think Google, are down to seconds. They release thousands of time each day, but I'll take daily. Daily is pretty good, especially when you compare it to the quarterly or annual releases that some of the on-prem solutions are still struggling under. So that's innovation velocity. And really that's gonna allow customers who use cloud products to change and adapt quickly. But there are some other benefits to cloud too, which I think is driving this. There's three other specific ones I'd like to mention. So the cloud is elastic. Its capacity and speed expands to meet needs, which means that there's no CapEx spend needed to increase capacity and also no budget arguments needed there. The second point is there's no hardware maintenance or expertise needed. So no additional IT headcount and IT can focus on other things. And the third is that it makes remote work and remote collaboration possible. And we've seen how valuable that is in COVID. So that's really like some of the things that I think are driving the move to cloud and why we're at that tipping point in critical mass with cloud solutions in legal right now. Another key point from the report is that prior to the pandemic, the respondents in both law departments and law firms indicated that searching and interpreting emojis, ephemeral messages, and non-custodial persistent communications were key issues for 2020. What can legal teams do to stay ahead of them? We do a lot of talking and thinking about that. It's definitely top of mind. And I put that question in this global category that we have that we shorthand to just Slack. So I think Slack, and you know, that includes emojis, is a shorthand for a feeling of panic, a recognition that the way we're working is changing faster than the model that we're working in. 
and it really has changed. So speaking personally, and I'm sure this goes for you and for everybody listening, that only a minority of my work and my communications happen over email anymore. And most of my work is in slide decks, over Slack, other collaboration tools that are new, that are brand new in the last 10 years. And also I use a ton of emojis. It's not going to go back. It's not going the other way. It's only going forward. ESI is being produced every day by however many thousands of employees a company happens to have. And that ESI is explicitly not just an email. So I think talking about Slack or emojis or whatever is a way of saying the world is changing super fast and we don't yet know how to handle the change. So fair enough. And this goes back up to your cloud question. The best thing to do is to choose a vendor who is set up to change quickly. That's innovation velocity because those vendors will be able to adapt to the new tools that are coming on market and to make sure that you can preserve, collect, ingest, review, search all of the new data sources and the new ways that we have to communicate, not only the ones that we have now, but the ones we haven't even thought of yet. We did a customer survey recently. What data sources are you most interested in preserving and collecting from? The top answer, it wasn't Slack. I don't think this is going to surprise you. It was Office 365, followed by archiving tools like Smarsh. So all that said, this is a tremendous topic and it's something we're doing a lot of thinking about. I'm super excited about where we're going in 2021 with our ability to preserve, collect, ingest, and review from the spectrum of data sources. And yes, Slack and Office 365, Teams, those are all on the list. What about new forms of data from the remote communication platforms that have exploded during the pandemic? How do you see legal teams handling the proliferation of that information? The trend is really pointing to the massive proliferation of data. So more tools being used and more different tools being used every day. I don't think that we can ever hit the pause button and say, okay, we've gotten to the end of how humans are going to communicate with each other. So this is going to look different in five years than it even does today. There's some really interesting proportionality implications there, which I don't think we as a community have level set on. But really from a legal team's perspective, the best thing to do is to make sure you're prepared, is to choose that vendor who is flexible and fast and nimble. So you've really seen these two trends come together, right? On the one hand, it's a recognition that cloud is the future because it does have that innovation velocity and that the future is also in these collaboration tools that's really gonna drive the cloud adoption even more. They really go hand in hand together. How do you see e-discovery evolving in 2021? 2020 was a roller coaster. And if I make any predictions about 2021, it's just like, okay, let's smooth it out a little bit. Making predictions in this environment is tricky to say the least. But that said, we see three major evolutions. So the first is the continued growth of corporate legal teams. More headcount, of course, more differentiated roles like that legal IT role and more of the day-to-day work taken in-house. So it's going to increase... In fact, it's predicted that 70% of American corporations are going to have e-discovery capabilities in-house, going from roughly about 20% today. So major trend. That should be probably non-controversial. It's something that we're all experiencing and feeling. The second thing is really around those proliferating data sources. That's not going to stop. And I think we'll actually end up being surprised by some of the new tools that end up coming on market. Then the third is just an increased sensitivity to security topics. What we've seen is there's a growing awareness that the chinks in security exist with a vendor to the exact same degree that they exist in-house, meaning that corporations, they're going to grow in their sensitivity and their ability to audit their vendors' ability to meet the same security standards to make sure that the trust and control of sensitive data is really nailed in. So again, that relates to the growing preference for cloud, and it's kind of a paradigm shift or an orientation to how American corporations look at how cloud vendors work with their data. So that's my top three predictions for 2021, growing and changing teams, growing data sources with the need for flexibility, 
and a growing awareness of trust and control of sensitive data. So making sure your e-discovery process is secure. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Victoria Blake, the Senior Director of Product at Zapproved, a cloud-based software company that builds e-discovery tools for corporate legal from legal holds through processing and review. Victoria, thanks so much. Thanks, Ari. Great conversation. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.